And welcome back to the Core to Three podcast. This is episode 41, and I am your host, Spencer Breedlove, and I get to do this podcast. Did I say 42? I think it's 42. It's 42? It is 42. This is episode 42. Yes, it is. We just want our imperfections. (laughs) Okay. You're just one off. I was just one off. That's all right. Yep. But I get to do this podcast with... My galvanizing and tenacious wife, Lisa, which I'll just figured out that she's galvanizing and pretty tenacious. That keeps you straight. That keeps me straight. That's right. Yep. Hey, everybody. And it's our mission to add value to your lives by coaching you to yes. think, make you laugh, and hopefully move your emotions to tears. And we just want to say thank you so much for listening in today, this week, whenever it is that you listen we are grateful for your yes. subscription to the podcast. And if this podcast is an encouragement to you, we'd like to ask you to do us a favor and please take a few moments, leave us a review and let us know how the podcast is an encouragement to you as well as if you think that someone needs to be and could be encouraged by what we talk about here on the podcast please share it with them. You can do that by text. You can do that on your social media. You can do that any number of ways. And we certainly appreciate Mm -hmm. you doing that. So as we get started today, Lisa normally handles all of our court of three questions of the day. So you have a question or questions. Yes, there's a few. We're sticking with the Christmas theme. And these are just kind of rapid fire You just choose between two choices that I give you. You tell me which one you prefer. And and the way you do, you know, just your gut, just the first thing instinct is your is your true feeling, probably. That's kind of like discernment. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. It's just just say it. Just go with it. Just be confident. Okay, so I think there's about four or five. Okay. You ready? Uh Okay. I'm ready. White lights on your tree or colored lights? White. Okay. Do I I have to provide explanation? No, you don't have to. Okay. I like white because it's just beautiful. It's pure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Colored lights flip me out a little bit. Really? Yeah, they do. I didn't know that. Especially when there's like a lot of... Whimsical. Yeah, especially like when there's like... The red, the blue, the green, the yeah, yellows, and all that. Yeah. No, I like now I like solid colors. Like if we were to do like oh, red. Oh, if every light was a red light, like a if red we did tr- red oh, around yeah, the yeah. post. Yeah, you outside. saw that at someone's home when we were driving. You like Yeah, that. but the colored lights are just But not multicolored is what you Yeah, saying. it kind of okay. reminds me of uh I like Chevy, them. Chevy Chase. And Christmas vacation. Okay, I like them. All yeah. right, next question. Mm-hmm. Blinking mm-hmm. or constant? Constant. Okay. Yeah, constant. The blinking just flips me out. Now, I agree with that. The blinking does kind it's of annoying. bother Especially when it's like different places on the tree. Yeah. And then I try to figure out like the pattern and then I'm like kind of get sucked like in and mesmerized by that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, could, I, I like I constant. That. Now, I do. Some of them are like kind of twinkly. So they don't completely go out? I don't like that neither. Oh, wow. Those are okay. All right. Next one. Mm-hmm. Um, tinsel or no tinsel? What the heck is tinsel? <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
the silver, huh? like that, like long silver streamer, and you just kind of. We would throw it on the oh, edges of the tree branches. No, it's like tin no, no, that's a mess. That's like glitter. <laughs> it's a that's mess. like glitter. That's a mess. Yes. No, I didn't okay. know what tinsel was. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm what, good with utensils. You I don't know was? about those kind of tinsels. Not on the tree. Okay, no tinsel, I like no utensils. silver on the tree, but uh-huh. they kind of like reflect the light. You don't. No. No. Okay. I don't need some to Do reflect. Do you know the light. my parents' first Christmas tree was actually an aluminum tree yeah so the whole tree it. i still have it it's retro the whole tree is actually like tinsel it's like a tinsel tree hmm. i love it it's just aluminum foil well sort of kind of yeah it's softer than foil and whatever okay next question mm-hmm. star on top or angel hmm i say angel um, I'm gonna say star. Okay. I like the star. Just to be different. I mean, <laughs> no, we, we have, have both. We've done both. We've done both. Yes. I love angels. I have an angel collection. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go I'm, with the star. I like the star. I like the lit up star. Yes. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Last question: mm-hmm. flocking or no flocking? Mm. You don't know what that is either, do you? I'm a little speechless on that one right yeah. now. You don't know it. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's when you flock the tree, it is like. You flock, you flock a tree? Yes. How do you flock? It, what oh, What the heck is flocking? It sounds like bird stuff, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like birds poop all over the ends of the tree. It's like snow. What? <laughs> yeah. You flock it, which means you. No. No, I was just trying to go with your craziness. It means that it you make it look like snow has fallen on your tree. So you can actually spray it. I've seen people actually come in with you Who know, came up with that word? Stuff. It has nothing to do I with snow. Know. I don't know. It, you flocked the tree. That's stupid. Okay, whatever. Are you making fun of my questions? No, not the question. The question is great, but I'm thinking. Who okay, never mind. Flocking. Okay, I just wanted to ask you a few questions about the tree. Now I'm going to put up multicolored lights with an angel. Oh, great! That blink. Wonderful. <laughs> and we're going to flock the tree. Oh boy! Just kidding. Oh my goodness. Okay, moving on. Yes. We want to do some updates. Yeah. From the past week. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, we had date night. Yes, we did. We did have date night. Um, you and your friend Pam were supposed to go yes. to the Zach Williams Christmas concert. It was for her birthday. Yep, it was for her birthday. But unfortunately, uh, she had a little accident and she's okay, thankfully. Yes, um, thankfully. But she wasn't able to go. And so she sent me a text and said, hey, uh, you want to take Lisa? To the concert. And she did that because she knew you really enjoy Zach Williams and really wanted mm-hmm. to go to the concert. And I did have tickets to go to the concert, but I gave those away to right. Jared. You had been selfless and given them up. And I wound up And Pam go. said she just really, she looked at it as God really wanted you to be able to go to the concert. And it was a fun concert. It was. Um, once we actually got in the door... After Hillbilly here, survival what? man, takes his ex- 
expensive pocket knife. I forgot that it was on me. No. Why would you even carry a knife that costs that much, like just around in your pocket for no good reason? Honey, we were in downtown Athens. Yes, that's not survival mode. We don't need to build a lean-to, and there's no zombie apocalypse happening. I wasn't worried about a lean-to. I don't know what you were worried about, but you made us late getting in the door, and you had to go all the way back to the truck, didn't you? I did. Mm -hmm. I had to go all the way back to the truck. Yep. Your kids made fun of you when I told them. But what did the kids say? <laughs> well, one of them said goober. <laughs> one of them said, What a goon. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess it is what the, it is. I guess if the shoe fits, <laughs> yes, I got to wear it. Yes. But all that aside, it was a great concert. He did some of, you know, just his regular music. And then the second half was. A Christmas, Christmas concert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't realize nice. that he had done the Christmas album in Muscle Shoals, Alabama, mm-hmm. at that studio down mm-hmm. there. That was pretty cool. Yes, it was a great, great uh, way to kick off the Christmas. It season. was. It was fun. We had a good time. Yep. And then, then we, I, I drove you to Kentucky the next day. The yes. next day. The next morning. We're, we're on the road to Kentucky, mm-hmm. and we went up there. Won't you tell us a little bit about? This particular trip to Kentucky because this was really well. I was invited, Mm -hmm. yes, by Hannah, Mm -hmm. um, our um, uh, well, she's like a daughter uh, that lives up there and does ministry with Camp Nathaniel in Eastern Kentucky. She had invited me. They were putting on a women's day a refreshing day for women, an encouragement day just for kind of the Saturday morning hours. She and her committee had asked me to come and be the speaker, the guest speaker for that. That's awesome. It was. It was was really such a sweet time. And that's a special place for us anyway. And we know many of the people up there and love them dearly. So it was neat to go back into this community after the floods that they experienced this summer. We've talked about that. They've been doing some cleanup and rebuilding right there on Camp Nathaniel. And we're really just wanting to get back to ministry. They were wanting to bring some refreshment, like I said, to these women in that area, no matter what struggles they're going through, because it's not just floods. I mean, there's health issues and there's everything else that we deal with in life as well on top of the devastation um, that they experienced back this summer. So they put it on. It was, I think we had 50 something women there. So it was a great turnout and I got to speak a couple of different times in the program. We had a craft, we had delicious lunch of soups and salads and I had worship time. So it was really, really good. That's good. What all were you able to share? Well, the theme that they had chosen was all things new. So I just kind of took that, told a little bit about what's going on right now with us and my story with my eyes and lessons that I was learning from Mm. that. That's awesome. So anytime we have a trip like that, there's always an adventure. There's always with stuff. Us, there's always, always stuff that happens or something yes. funny 
happens and there was a couple of things that um, really kind of stood out one was in this uh should we name the town it was whitesburg i'm just gonna say it okay all right whitesburg kentucky whitesburg kentucky so we get to whitesburg kentucky and you and i are hungry yes because well we got a little bit later of a start then why you ain't got to go there we wanted to you just say that because it was your fault. You feel you guilty. ain't got to go there. So anyway, I didn't say. But, so we were missing there. Hannah had invited us to a dinner, but we were going to be behind schedule, and we didn't feel like it would be right to then barge in. Plus, we needed to go to the house that we were staying at first and change clothes. So we decided let's get some food. And Spencer said, "There's several places here." Let's check it out. <laughs> so we look to the right. We look to the left. And you're a Wendy's fan. A You've always been kind of a Wendy's yes. fan. You've always liked their burgers. Yes, I do. So we said, well, let's just go to Wendy's. Because literally, people, we really only saw about four choices. Yeah, there wasn't that many. There <laughs> wasn't very many choices. So we were like, mm, I think Wendy's sounds pretty good. So we pulled into Wendy's and we pulled into the uh, drive-thru. Yeah. And just sat there. Like for a while. And for a there while. was and no already moving. it was already all the way around the building. Yeah, it was already around when the we building. Got into it. And it wasn't moving. No. Not none. a bit. None. So we decided you It know, didn't like, look like anyone was inside. It was kinda of dark. Yeah. And so we no. decided, well, let's just go to option B. Yes. So we pulled out of Wendy's and then we went somewhere in a maze of oh, roads. Oh, the roads, yes. Spencer said they just lay pavement wherever they want. And then we... No rhyme or reason. Then we uh, looked to the left again, and we looked to the right again. Like, we oh, saw we saw a Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. We saw a Taco Bell. And you like, even commented. You said... I said, wow. It's brand new. It's brand, yes, it was brand it's new. lit up. Yeah, it looks I'm like, clean. Shouldn't have Let's any go problem. there. Let's and go there. Plus, we need to go in, use the restroom. Yeah. So we go on up to Taco yeah. Bell. And we see people inside. We're like, yeah, people yeah. are inside. Lights are on. People are inside. They appear to be eating. There's some cars in the drive-thru, not as many at Wendy's. Mm-hmm. So we go inside and we use the restroom. We come back. You out. get out before I me. I get out. Yeah. yeah. And you notice something. I begin to notice these people. <laughs> there's people that are sitting down there. There's a couple of, there's a couple of couples that are just sitting down and they are there's no food, but they have their drinks, both couples. And then I'm looking in the line yes. going, and there are people that are waiting on their food. They all have their drinks, but uh-huh. they're, they're just leaned up against the little railing. And I'm looking yeah. in the back and I'm going, I don't see anybody really working. I see uh-uh. somebody working the drive through, but uh-huh. I don't really see anybody really working. There was no one at the cash register when I came out. So, no I, so I leaned over. I, I looked at one of the <laughs> couples and I said, Y'all waiting on your food? She said, mm-hmm. Yep. And then I asked, you been here a minute? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Peace out. Spencer said, oh, we that answered my questions. <laughs> we out. We out the door. So then On we, to the third Oh, I forgot to tell place. you, we passed some drug dealers on the way into Taco Bell. Oh, yeah, too. we did. They were like opening their jackets and it, sharing pipes. And who knows? Know, whatever. Yeah. Oh, it was kind of sketch. Anyway, so we're... We get back in the truck. We look to the left. We look to the right. And we see what appears to be a brand new Dairy Queen. Yeah. And so we go in. We Well, let's just go to Dairy Queen. It's about the only thing left because, right, the fourth restaurant was a Long John Silver's. Uh, we which, that. 
I love that growing up. I, I know you didn't want it, but as we pass it, it was pitch dark. It, yeah, it was closed. Open. Yeah, it was closed. So that wasn't an option. The Dairy Queen was it. But Dairy Queen was it. And we go to Dairy yes. Queen and there's nobody in the parking lot. Nope. We're the only people in the parking lot. <laughs> yes. And the drive through is maybe has just a couple, two or three people. Just a few. Uh-huh. So we're like, well, let's just go on inside. We were crossing our fingers, please. We're just hoping. I just need something. And then this lady <laughs> comes up and she starts. She was friendly. She was very friendly. She said. I said, you, I said, how are you today? Yes, you greeted her. I said, how are you today? And she said, she we're said, here. We're here. <laughs> And to my response, I said, "Yes, thank well, you. Well, thank you for being here. We're glad We're because glad. it's the first restaurant we've Absolutely. had somebody at." And then, in her Kentucky accent, she began to yes take our take your order, order and was very pleasant. Yes, she was, she was. And we get our drinks and we go. Fill I must up have our walked away. We had walked yeah. away, and I came back because I was thinking, "Okay, the food's about ready." Well, she's talking with. One of her coworkers uh-huh. in the back, uh-huh. and about our they, order. No, they were talking oh, about oh. somebody else's order. Oh, but I think it had something to do with some chicken. Some chicken. Oh, I'm yeah. thinking, where? This is Dairy Queen. Order, they sell burgers. We didn't order chicken, right? They sell burgers. <laughs> they got chicken. What'd she say? She said, "You mean some of that rotisserie chicken?" Rotisserie. Rotisserie. That's a new one. I've never heard of rotisserie. I've heard of rotisserie, but I've not heard rotisserie. That's great. Well, you got some of that rotisserie. Well, and they didn't get my burger right, but you know, it it was sustenance was what we did. Yes, it was sustenance. We said. It was sustenance. Yep. So I'm yes. glad we didn't get the rotisserie chicken because I don't know if it had been the chicken. Uh, yeah, I'm it not, might have been something. I'm else. not sure what that is. Well, and then driving home. Oh yes, driving home. The stupid signs. We were we were driving late. Yeah, we drove so, in late. Yeah. Um, and I see this. And the signs road. get on our nerves anyway. When yeah. Stupid, so this is kind of like one of those drunk driving signs. Like it goes across the interstate. It goes across the, the interstate. Yeah. Like marquee. Right. It's one of those. One's dot light make, up. like yes. a dot matrix. Yes. Sign. Light up. light up sign. And what did it say? It said <laughs> if you feel different, you'll drive different. It did say that. And we were what? It, if, we if got you, under it, we read it. Did you so, see that? <laughs> it's something. If you feel if you feel different, then you'll drive. So does that I mean, mean if I feel like driving uh ninety rather right. than 55 that I'm going to drive different. It's just okay. It's okay. I, I don't know. You I just have, gave me permission. I don't know where they were going with that. I don't know if this I is I have like, no clue. If this is alcohol. Like, right. If and you're driving under the influence. But why related, wouldn't you just say, if you drive drunk, drink. you drive differently. differently. Yeah. They even, they know. didn't even spell, they didn't I use know. correct grammar. Right. Adverb, L-Y. Yeah. Yes, if I you know. feel different, you'll drive differently. It should be differently. <laughs> Oh, we laughed about that. We might have been a little delirious, though, because yeah, it was a we had been in the truck for almost I was six feeling, hours. I was definitely feeling were different, tired. but it you had were, nothing to do with what I think they were talking about. I don't either. And you were driving fine. Yeah. You did a good job getting us there safely and back, honey. I appreciate it. But if you feel different, you'll, you'll drive different. You'll drive different. So Take note of that, people. So says the sign. Yeah.
<laughs> All right. And finally, on the uh, little update, my sabbatical is over, and there were some incredible lessons that I learned really quick. Here are top three lessons. Top three. Top three lessons. You have to speak into the microphone. Sorry, top three. Yeah. Top three. Do you need a drum roll? Okay. One, take time to reflect with intentionality. That's good. Take time to reflect with intentionality. Two, pay attention to the momentum. Where do you see momentum in, in your life? Pay attention to that. And number three, begin each day by reviewing your purpose. Begin each day by reviewing your purpose. Rather than just picking up your phone and looking at Snapchat, begin each day by reviewing your purpose. So those are just quick three sabbatical lessons. Your takeaways. That's those great. Are, yeah. I've got a lot more, but those oh, are I'm probably sure. the big three. That's good, hon. So All right. So let's jump into this yes. conversation. What are we going to talk about? Week two of Advent. Advent. And mm-hmm. this week is about peace. Can I say one thing really quickly? Yep. So I took the opportunity this past week in our Bible time at school to talk about Advent with my kids. Really, I just wanted to see what they knew. And I told you they were um, very knowledgeable for eight, nine-year-olds. It was really cool. That's awesome. I know. It was really cool. And we had a, a sweet time talking about Advent. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, before we jump into the peace part of our conversation, um, Lisa, why don't you unpack for us a little bit on the 12 days of Christmas, as well as this did you know question? Did you know question? Yes, yeah. I did find that. Well, the 12 days of Christmas, we kind of mentioned it briefly in the last episode of the podcast talking about how originally with the liturgical calendar advent would carry you up to christmas eve then you had the days of christmas for 12 days after which would take you into january the 5th then that next day would be epiphany which was um when it was celebrated that the Magi came to visit Jesus after he was here on earth. So um, you were quite excited thinking 12 more days of Christmas. I know. Yeah. Absolutely. But it was symbolic. And we talked about this last time of carrying it on through and not letting it just be a blur. But this is interesting. If your true love gave you all of the gifts in the song, do you think you could name them all? Uh, right off the bat, no. Uh, yeah, I'm, take a minute. I mess up in some of the higher ones, or I mix them up. I think sometimes. I just know the five everybody can probably rings. get to the five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then after that, we might mix them up a little bit. But anyway, if your true love gave you each of those gifts. In 2021, so that was just last Christmas, okay, a year ago, (laughs) that would have cost $179,454.19. Sheesh. Yes. For birds and... (laughs) 
Yeah, partridge. Yes. Eight maids of milk. Yeah. Well, here's the. What's yeah, that? I don't, yeah. I don't even know. And lords of leaping, leaping. Like, where do you buy that? I have no idea. But yeah. what this thing that I was reading? Do you know what the most expensive item was? No. The swans. Oh. Yes. They're- Obviously. Yes, that they come at a premium price. Over gold? They have swans. I guess. I don't know if it's, they're so hard to find or shipping them. I don't know. But if your true love was going to buy you those things in 2021. How many swans? That would have been an expensive. How many swans? Isn't it five golden rings? Six swans of swimming. No. Seven six, swans of swimming. I thought it was six geese six laying. Six geese a laying. They don't cost that much. Seven yeah, swans. Yeah, I know. I go shoot them. It's seven swans of swimming. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you can shoot a swan. I don't know if you want to. I don't think you're supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting. That's very interesting. Somebody tallied that up if love was to give you those gifts. But I'm thinking that's just those are kind of weird gifts. Random info. Yeah. And some weird gifts. That's some weird gifts. Really weird gifts. And I'm sure they were symbolic. And there are actually different versions of that song. There's a redneck version. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, let's let's go back to peace. Peace. Our second week of Advent that we are entering today. So in our coaching, when when you and I coach soccer, one of the Mm -hmm. things that we have encouraged our athletes to do in when they lead out in a devotion or anything like that, we started off with I think I, I think I was the one that started this off. I did like an acrostic with uh-huh. something. I think so. And they caught on to the acrostic, and they would make up acrostics, and each letter would mean something in their devotion. So when we were talking about peace in preparation for today in uh-huh. this in this podcast, we came up with an acrostic yes. for peace. Now. Before we get to that, let me mention this. We all need peace. There's not one person on this planet that does not need peace. And I know in my, in my quiet time this morning, it's really cool how this is the, this is the first, the second Sunday of Advent and it's the week of peace. And in my, in the scripture reading, Everything pointed back to peace. It was really, really cool how today's reading went in that direction. And so it prompted me to specifically pray for uh, the pastors that I pray for every Sunday. Right. And send them a message each week uh, to let them know, hey, I'm praying for I'm praying about this for you today. And in my text to pastors this morning, I was specifically talking to them, specifically telling them and praying for them that um, that God's peace would permeate their entire being, heart and soul. And I got here's what's interesting. Now, these are spiritual leaders. These are people in leadership leading uh, their congregations, and I had several that replied back almost in a in a spirit of desperation how much they need peace right now. And it, and here's the thing: 
No one is immune. But like you said, right, all of us. Every one of us need, need yes. a need peace. Yes. Now, we're not talking about the absence of war, but we no. are talking about something that is transcendent. We're going to get to the whole transcendent yes. here in just a second. But let's so go talk back about to the, the acrostic. The acrostic. So here is the acrostic for peace that we came up with. The P is presence, is presence, that God's peace, God is present with you, and when God is present with you, there is peace. And then the E is eternal. The peace that God offers and God gives us, it's forever. It's, forever. Mm-hmm. it's for here and now. Yep. And later. Right. Yes. The A is for anyone, anybody, anyone can have the peace of God. Yes. But in order to get that peace, it comes down to your faith. It comes down to trusting in Jesus for peace. Mm-hmm. It comes down to trusting. The C stands for covers you and calms the seas. Yes. And the picture uh, there is when Jesus is in the boat and he's taking a nap in the boat. Uh-huh. And the disciples are up on top of the boat or up on the deck or whatever. And the storm is raging and they're about to capsize. Jesus is napping and they're worried. Right. So they go and they wake Jesus up and Jesus comes out. And what does he say? What does he say to the wind and the waves? Peace. Peace. Be, Be still. still. And in that statement, peace be still, Jesus' peace calms the seas. It calms the seas. It acts as that covering mm-hmm. in the storms that we experience in this life. His peace will calm the sea. And then the E. Last E. The last E is unexplainable. The peace that God offers and God gives us, Uh you can't explain it. With our limited vocabulary and finite words. It's supernatural. And and we are, we're we're human beings. We're natural, you know, Mm -hmm. and it is hard for us to explain that peace. It's kind of like, you know, people, people say, people say it like this. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what people without God do in situations like this. Right. If somebody dies. Because I couldn't make it yeah. without him. I, I don't it's, know. In I other don't words, know what that's like. In other words, they're saying, I'm going to try my best to explain the peace that I have. Even though life sucks right now, I'm going to try to explain yeah. in the best way I know how. But really, God's it's peace is unexplainable. unexplainable. It's unexplainable. <laughs> so, Peace. God's presence, it's eternal. Anyone can have it. It calms the seas, and it's unexplainable. Yes. Um, the thing about peace is peace is also, a, it's both a gift and it's a fruit. Right. It's a fruit gift and it's a fruit. The, the gift is the spirit of God. Uh-huh. The fruit is what is produced because of the spirit in you. 
So if the spirit is in you as a gift, then the fruit that's going to be produced is peace. Mm -hmm. And the thing about peace is the scripture talks about how peace transcends all understanding. Well, that's a big word. It is a big word. So let's unpack what transcends. Yes. So what does transcend mean? Well, trans, if you break that down, and we learned this in phonics and with prefixes and Latin uh, meanings, trans means across. Across. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Keep going. So transcends means it goes all the way across and over. Yeah, it's like a bridge. Uh-huh. It's like a bridge. And yes. when we were when we were talking about this, um, yeah, Friday, we were driving. We were uh-huh. driving. The picture is all right. Let's say you're on a highway and you're going north, and there is and and that is, and, and I want you to use that as that is your what your understanding is. Okay. Uh huh. Is that highway? The highway That's is what understanding. your understanding is. Yes. But then there is this bridge that you come to uh-huh. and the bridge goes across the highway. It My goes highway. across goes uh-huh. across your highway. It's like an overpass. It gro- goes across the okay. your understanding. Uh-huh. It transcends that over that understanding. It's an overpass. It's that bridge that crosses your understanding. Because and and from that, all right, as that bridge goes over what your understanding is, it is superior to the highway. Mm-hmm. It's superior to the highway. And we may not fully understand it, but what we have to do is we have to make that exit off of that highway and we have to merge. We have to merge. It's not God that merges with us. We have to merge into his peace that passes, that transcends all of that understanding that we think we oh, understand. That's good. I like that. That's a good picture. So visual, you got to make the exit and merge into God's peace that passes uh-huh. all understanding and you still may not understand it. Right. We're not promised that you still may not understand it, but you do rest in his peace that transcends yes. all of that understanding. Now, here's the other cool thing about his peace. This is what David prayed for uh, the people of Israel. Uh-huh. Uh, you were reading this. this I was morning. reading this this morning. Uh, in in Jerusalem, Jerusalem being the city of peace, which Jerusalem is the, it's the one city that is the most, um, has had the most battles over it. And you told me that this morning. Wow. So the city of peace. This, right. Known as the city of peace, city of David. Has had the most war over it and in it. Wow. So. Peace is something that you do have to fight for. Yes. Peace is something that not everybody likes for you to have. But the thing is, is that peace is permeating. It's permeating. In other words, it passes through. It passes through and it is saturating and penetrating. I was going to say, I think it's more right that it not just passes through, but it in going through, it goes down deep. 
Yes, it's very uh, whatever the space is in the in the cavities of your heart, mm-hmm. whatever those are. Mm-hmm. God's peace saturates that space, penetrates, mm-hmm. and it penetrates that. It That's passes good. into those places, those deep dark places, and it gives you peace. So peace is transcendent and peace is permeating. So here's here's my takeaway on this when we're talking about peace. Right. Is that the spirit of God saturates and penetrates your soul so that you experience a transcendent peace when your understanding is failing. And who wouldn't want that? Right. We would all raise our hands and say that's what we desire. And there's rest. Mm. There's rest in there. So the Spirit of God saturates and penetrates your soul so that you experience a transcendent peace when your understanding fails. So I think the key is walking in the Spirit. Yes. Yep. Keep in step with the Spirit. Mm -hmm. Because He can bring peace. Right. So as you celebrate this second week of Advent, The gift of peace is the Spirit of God. Yes, and we hope that you will experience some of that peace this week, Um, maybe even in just little ways, but be on the lookout for it. We also hope that, again, as we are in this Advent time, that you can slow down a little bit, enjoy the moments of getting ready for this arrival. Um, And we talked about how that is one day when he's coming back, not just now as we celebrate his birth at Christmas time, but we hope that you and your families are maybe finding something new to um, start that can be uh, meaningful during this Advent season. So as we wrap up, for this episode of the quarter three podcast. Uh, just a few closing thoughts. One is that who we are, the court of three, the court of three is a relationship coaching ministry for premarital couples and those who are married. Um, it's usually me that mm-hmm. uh, will work with you, but uh, I will assess your relationship using uh, quality assessments that will launch some great conversations and help provide next steps to strengthen your relationship and help prepare you for a lifetime mm-hmm. together. For Lisa, when we're talking about the quarter of three, Lisa is available to speak to your organization about her adoption and about her reunification. She's also an incredible Bible teacher and storyteller and would love to be an encouragement to your church or organization. Yes. And speaking of things like that, Spencer is available to preach in churches, in student ministry spaces, as well as um, he is available to speak to your organization regarding organizational health and leadership His purpose, and I think he shared that here, is to invest in and nurture others to live life to the fullest through leadership, generosity, and faith. So we both have some avenues that maybe um, could fit 
a need that you may have, and we would love to do that if we can help. And you can contact us by email. We'll have that email in the show notes. Feel free to send us a message there. Follow us on Instagram. Yes. uh, And we certainly appreciate you listening in. And remember that two are better Better than than one. one. And a quarter of three strands is not easily